What's up, normies? And today we are covering wrestling. Oh yeah, I am. I was not ready for that at all. I am with it. That's, that's what I'm talking about. That's how you started episode right there, that's folks. That's how you started. Episode. That's how you started episode four. Is this four episode four? Yes, yeah, episode four. What's up, normies? Episode four. What's up, normies? And today, brother, we're going to. <laughs> I'm about to cut that back so hard. <laughs> My ears are gonna bleed from that. <laughs> no, no, trust me, it's gonna be good. Gonna I've be been good. quiet in the last episodes. This it's, episode, this is my episode. Warren, episode. my name is Warren. I'm Sean, and this is not for nerds. And this is not for nerds podcast, where we break down things nerds like and put it in layman's terms. And today we're covering wrestling. Real wrestling. I can't even do that voice. <laughs> I'm not gonna try. It's gonna destroy my throat. So for those of you who know. Um, uh, before in the past and it's still up i was on a podcast um uh i started a podcast with two of my other really close friends um and we were called the wrestling junkies gotta have my fix <laughs> gotta have the fix yeah and uh, of course we featured sean on there sometimes as the intern as the intern because i have we, no idea and we it was a very very popular podcast that we was, actually yeah. featured um one of the top instagram guys for wrestling um, a couple of other wrestling fan podcasts, and we had a whole bunch of features and stuff like that. I had a fan base. Yeah. There was also, I kept checking like comments, they were like, yo, where's the intern? Where's he coming back? And I was <laughs> yeah, like, they love yeah. me. <laughs> they yeah, really right, love right. me. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. So today we decided to uh, cover mm-hmm. uh, wrestling and why it is so popular today, why people like it. Because that, that's basically what we like to do is mm. just to get people to understand why people love things. All things nerds. You know, it's not yeah. just about comic books, video games, and anime or anime, whatever. There's a whole bunch world. of different nerd things we want to cover that we're into. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Before you started, of course, we want to say thank you so much for everybody that's listening so far. It's Wednesday, so it's another episode. This episode's coming out. I mean, it's probably not Wednesday today when you're listening to this. No. No, it is because you just listened when we just dropped exactly. it. Exactly. So there you go. Yeah. So it came out right now. But with that, we thank you so much for all the listens. We're talking all live. The, all the views. <laughs> In your ears. We're In your sitting ears. behind you right you now. You pause us. <laughs> uh, we just thank you so much for all the likes, reviews. And if you haven't, please be sure to leave a five-star review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or like if you're listening on SoundCloud. And a comment and everything. We're, we're trying to make sure we respond to people follow us on twitter and not for nerd show so you can let us know oh i was always kind of interested in this one nerd thing but i never knew anybody that talked about it and we'll love to break it down for you normies you know so that yeah just make sure thank you for the support basically so far all right and so like i said today's episode is going to be covered um we're going to be covering wrestling yes why it is so popular yes and for that i'm going to be this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be really I'm fun. Excited. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a very brief history lesson, but with some dialogue. Yeah. Because I know a lot of you have no idea what wrestling is. Because what, what, why it's so intriguing? Why do you like to see half naked men roll around and thongs and, and speedos? Thongs and speedos. <laughs> but but, but we, we're gonna break it down for you. We're gonna break it down. And then before you get to the growing up, us growing up, man, that was life, man. Wrestling yeah, yeah, Thursday night SmackDown and and yeah. Monday Raw. Oh man, yeah, Monday Night Raw, bro. We were yeah. just that. Those couches were destroyed with us. In there. <laughs> yeah. None of us listened to the "Do Not Try This at Home" rule. No, no, what? no. The before, but um, as I get into it, I'm gonna be breaking it down in eras. I'm not gonna go past. Um, the early 2000s late 90s era because that's when wrestling hit its peak right Um, you do have an era like in the mid to early 2000s Mm -hmm. right after like okay when I mean like uh, early 2000s late 90s that's Mm -hmm. when you know Rock uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson Triple H um Shawn Michaels wasn't in it, but he kind of led it, and then he got hurt mm-hmm. right when it took his peak. So you have your Triple H, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Undertaker, mm-hmm. Kane. That's not even a big three. That's a golden age. <laughs> that's a, dude. Like, like, it's a go- but the, that wasn't even the golden days. The video games and everything about it, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and all this stuff was happening around the same time. PS2, comic books. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm know? already I'm hyped for this episode. <laughs> yeah. I so, hope you guys are excited too. I'm hyped. This is anyway, great. Anyway, so um yeah, but before we get into it, uh-huh. uh, we start doing this thing with quizzes. That's right. Trivia so time. I have nerds know everything, so a, we're gonna I know. have a quiz for you, and no, the answers aren't on here. Oh, These are just it. the four qu- this is one of the four answers I have for you. Okay, you don't even right. know the question because I didn't even write the question. Exactly, down. yeah, okay. All right. So um, this is for you two normies, so you try to do take a guess. For you two normies, yeah. Those of you who are like you uh yeah super hardcore wrestling fans will mm-hmm. know this answer yeah those of you who are probably like you know wrestling fans a little bit you will know it but you know good to take a guess all right so now let's get to the question 
and um, I didn't write the question down, so <laughs> top of the head. I'm gonna just go off the top of my head. But I have right, right, the right, four right. answers, multiple choice. Right. So, for those of you who are watching this, um, one of the biggest names in wrestling is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh man, he was my favorite. Yes. If you don't know who Stone Cold Steve Austin is, just take a moment to just Google him right mm-hmm. now. He is him and The Rock, Triple H and Hulk Hogan. Put wrestling on the map. On the map. Hulk, if Hulk, if Hulk Hogan was the um, Michael Jordan of wrestling, mm-hmm. Stone Cold Steve Austin probably will probably be the Allen Iverson. <laughs> yeah, because that actually that's a really good take. <laughs> yeah. Because he came in like yeah. people liked him, but they also were like, "Come on now, come on now, yeah. <laughs> like, he's, he's breaking all the rules." And I'm a, I'm explain I'm explain yeah. why mm-hmm. uh, wrestling took that turn because Stone Cold Steve Austin was like you know eat your vitamins, say your prayers, you know uh, inspiration for kids. While Stone Cold Steve Austin was the opposite. We covered we Hulk Hogan. I, I, did you say Steve Stone Cold? No, no, Hulk Hogan was the one. Who, yeah, was the was the one role who, model. Uh, role yeah. model, stay in school. Yeah, don't do drugs. Yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin was the 180 complete opposite. Yeah. F your boss. <laughs> drink beer and raise hell. Yeah, exactly. So basically, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Google him. He mm-hmm. looks like a redneck, bald guy who you don't want to run into at a bar. The only redneck you should love. Right, the only redneck you'll probably love. <laughs> That's messed up. So anyway, earlier in Stone Cold Steve Austin's career, he was tag teaming with this guy named the Flying Brian Pillman. Hmm. And um, that's a name, yeah. But isn't it? But we call him Brian Pillman because later yeah. on in the thing, Brian Pillman became a badass too. The, the Flying Dutchman, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm Brian, kidding. Yeah, Brian. <laughs> so back in the day, had a tag team. Yeah. What was their tag team called? And this is gonna be in the, oh, this is the trip, late yeah. '80s. No, 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 no. Okay. Mid mid to late '80s. Yeah. Now we have for number for A the Beefy Bruisers. That's a name. For B, the Hellraisers. Okay. C, the Hollywood Blondes. <laughs> and D, the Dream Team. Okay. Uh, ooh, that's a sick wrestling team name. <laughs> the Dream... Ooh! Uh, okay, okay, okay. So for those of you at home, yeah, you guys can to give a moment to guess. If you yeah. need me to read it again, I'll read it Yeah, again. read it again, please. So A, the Beefy Bruisers. Mm-hmm. C, the Hellraisers. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. B, the Hellraisers. Mm-hmm. C, the Hollywood Blondes. Mm-hmm. And D, the Dream Team. Okay. I would say, I don't I don't know the first guy. What is his name? Randy Pillman? No, Brian Pillman. Brian, Brian Pillman, yeah. Um, I, but in, in the, uh, I'm going to call it the, the Attitude Era. It's the era between 97 and 2002, I think, or right. 2001. Right. Um, in the Attitude Era, Brian Pillman made a comeback because you know they broke up, mm-hmm. and um, there was a scary angle where uh, make sure you don't say the name by accident. Yeah, no, 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 okay, yeah. where uh, uh, Stone Cold broke into Brian Pillman's house with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I was terrified and for you, him. And you know what? You know what? The best part about you saying that is during this era. You couldn't tell if that was a part of the act exactly. or not. I think he shot out his window and, and went through. And it was very scary. You don't know if there's a part of the act or not. That's what's so great about that era. Anything went. Okay, for the answers, <clears throat> I'm going to cut out the Hollywood Blondes because Stone Cold didn't have hair. So that's kind of, that makes no sense. I mean, this is the 80s though. He had hair in the 80s? Probably. Oh, you're right. No, no, he didn't have, he didn't have like a buzz cut. No, he was bald. He was, mm, okay. Was all he? Right. All right. Um, the Dream Team sounds too good for Stone Cold. He's not the Dream Team. Okay. I think it's the Hellraisers. He was all about raising hell. I think he's the Hellraisers. Is it B? All right. Is that your final answer? B, my final answer. Hellraiser. Everybody, is that your final answer? I think so. Give Stone Cold raised hell, man. That's all I think. Three, yeah. two, one. Yeah. You were correct from staying away from the Dream Team. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no, okay. You were right from Stay Away From Beefy Bruisers. I made both of those names up. Yeah, okay. No way. I completely made up Hellraisers. No <laughs> they way! They the Hollywood Blondes. That's if you Google a... Hollywood Blondes, Stoke, his name was Stunning Steve Austin. Because he had long blonde hair. I did not know that. Him and Brian Pillman. They Bro, were the Stone Hollywood Blondes. Stone Cold is like Blondes. the baldest man I've ever seen in my <laughs> yeah. life. And he had he hair. That's right insane. And Google that, guys. No, no, and just to prove it, when you Google Hollywood Blondes, yeah. 
This is, what the, this is what the two look like. Wow, his hair. Everybody Google this right now. Hollywood <laughs> blondes. Google Hollywood blondes. Stone Cold is the baldest man alive. Yes, and he had blonde hair. And he had nice hair. <laughs> and he's not even from Hollywood. He's from Austin, Texas. Yeah, I know. That's so <laughs> With that haircut, he should be. That's a good one. Yeah, That's a really good if you, And if you guys have a chance to check out his documentary, I don't know where they're streaming it. Mm-hmm. Um check it out mm-hmm. uh and they cover the hollywood blondes that's how i know because i this is before i was born yeah so right. i wouldn't have known um good question so so wrestling <laughs> wrestling let's get this good see on. that was already fun that was good <laughs> already already get let's get it on yeah and we're gonna cover we're not gonna cover tag teams and stuff i'm gonna just cover prominent figures yeah what and the, the promotion hype. to sell the hype where the, the hype. hype came from why why it's important uh well, I'll, I'll let you talk about it, but if you, I want to, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, say yeah. one point. Well, I was gonna you say one point. Off. Yeah, well, go ahead. Normies, just so you understand for wrestling, but before you guys go, because I know some of you guys are already kind of like, I guess I'll listen to the episode, or whatever. Listen, we all know it's fake. <laughs> we <laughs> it understand. Is? Wait, it is? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Look, you can you can say that all the time. Why do you like it? It's fake. It's fake. You go in that ring and you wrestle one of those people. As as fake as it is, I bet you still couldn't take one of those fake punches. Those are some serious punches, even when they're. Th- let me and let me let yeah. me say this. Let me say this. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, let me preface this with this. Uh, you can be like, why does my boyfriend, girlfriend, mom, dad, grandma, and yes, grandma, because cat. I have friends. Grandma, <laughs> cat. Yeah. <laughs> cat. No, I do have friends who have grandmothers that watch wrestling. Why do they like wrestling so much? Let me just break it down to you, and you're gonna. From what I'm telling you is gonna feel like this. Yeah. Wrestling is don't don't compare it to football or UFC yes. or MMA it's or not about, whatever. It's not or so much about being fighting tough. It's it's not about wins or losses or stuff like that. It's more of like it's more like a reality TV show. Yes. For guys mm-hmm. with act like with their fists do the talking. The same way that some women are into keto the Kardashians. Even though there's really not much drama there, it's the same <laughs> yeah. way with wrestling, or, except um, there's actual drama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This no, time, actual like, drama. Yeah, yeah. But but this time, and I'll just say, the, not to cut no, you no, off, no. but I'll say the reason why this drama I would say is better is because you don't have to worry about people just talking words. Like they'll talk words, but eventually they gonna get down and then, <laughs> and then it's settled. Who's better? Yeah, it's yeah. settled. Who's better? It's great. And some and um, um, wrestling is is uh, broken down in a very digestible way mm-hmm. of good guys and bad guys in right. terminology. We call them heels and faces. Mm-hmm. Which is which? And um, the heel, of course, is the bad guy. Okay. And the face, of course, or they call it baby face, but I say face because I don't like saying baby face. Yeah. Because I don't like calling the rock a baby face. <laughs> like yeah. it's weird. Yeah. Stone Cold's a baby face. So yeah. Like, no, no, he's a face. He's a face. Yeah. Um, and to help that face of like the the show, they want to put them up. They want to put as it. heroes. There that's, you go. That's perfect. why. That's better yeah, than yeah. babyface. Yeah. So face uh, is the good guy, babies. the 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 guy you want the crowds rooting for. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna take it back mm-hmm. to the '80s. Right. Uh, Hulk Hogan. Everybody's heard of Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't heard of Hulk Hogan, you are really young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because Hulk Hogan dominated the '80s and '90s. Mm-hmm. Like I said, he's the Michael Jordan of wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know who Hulk Hogan is. Right. So um, anyway, so uh, I'm gonna take it back to these. The 80s, yeah, the 80s. Yeah. Um, because back in the day, um, you had wrestling territories mm-hmm. around the U U S. Okay. You had a uh, Florida had its own thing. Yeah. New York, Connecticut, like uh, like backyard wrestling, except way more legit. <laughs> well, no, no, they were in uh, they were arenas. They're all, they all legit in arenas, but I'm just saying, like so, backyard wrestling was still popular. That was the um, <laughs> the rumor has it is mm-hmm. that Vince McMahon, who owns WWF, yeah, his dad owned WWWF, which was set in Connecticut. Mm. And then when his dad handed it to Vince, mm-hmm. the younger one who we know now, mm-hmm. he went uh, behind his dad's back and bought out all the companies <laughs> to put them out of that's business. Yeah, yeah, that's how you do it. So like they're saying, his dad had like a handshake agreement. Hey, we're just gonna not step on each other's toes. Yeah, Vince Jr. is a, I ain't that man. He's like, I, I, you shake my hand. Exactly. <laughs> you shake my hand. So he went and bought out all the promotions and That's got smart. all the wrestlers under one roof. That's smart. And um, Hulk Hogan was part of I, I, either the Florida uh, section or the California section. Mm-hmm. I know he comes out to California a lot, but the Florida section. And yeah. he was like this big thing. So they pushed uh, Hulk Hogan. Like He was very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, there and and that's and for our friends most of most of our friends who are listening to this are on the west coast of california mm-hmm. right wrestling wasn't that big out here but it's huge in the south and huge yes, in the east coast very much so still. so 
Vince buying it out over there and pushing that was huge. And then, of course, the Riptide effect came all the way out here because no one really knows about the wrestling scene out here and stuff mm-hmm. like that. We do have wrestling scene. So, yeah, anyway, fast forward. So, um, um, Hulk Hogan came to face. Eat your vegetables, say your prayers, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. America's it, like favorite idol guy. Exactly. He, he's ripped. He does the ripped shirt thing. He yeah, has the tie-dye exactly. shirts or whatever. Yeah, so, um, the yellow shirt, yeah. So we're going into the 80s. Mm-hmm. And then Hulk Hogan and Roddy Piper. Those of you who haven't heard of Roddy Piper, one of the best bad guys of all time because he's the best. He's the bad guy you uh, want to be like. He's a bad guy you want to be like. And like teenagers and adults are rooting for Piper while kids are... Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, anyway. Yeah. So that's when the the heat of reality TV, and I'm using air quotes for that, mm-hmm. uh, kind of came through. It became less about athleticism and more about acting yeah. and and uh, telling a great story. Yeah, and just to kind of help for normies with that too is the fact that before it was about the athleticism of look at these 250 plus pound dudes flipping over the ring, picking each other up. Look at my muscles and stuff like that. But then Hulk Hogan became with Hogan and uh Piper it became a, a battle of words. Yeah. It it became like no now what's added is trash talk. Yeah, same thing yeah. of like uh Yeah yeah for for uh the same thing that people make fun of today for like NBA basketball like we're big basketball fans and after watching that last dance documentary like I love the amount of trash talk Jordan and everybody was able to do to each other without like ref stepping in and giving them texts. I love like everybody just constantly gets in each other's face and trash talks. Cause that was the beauty of it. That's yeah, what made the competition. Yeah, yeah. So wrestling was the same thing. It started introducing the era of like you you trash talk your opponent and you're building up the height of the match. <laughs> yeah, the match. It's no longer. Oh, I think Hulk Hogan's better. Oh, this guy's better because he looks bigger. No, now they're going like toe to toe with words. Like, oh, not just I'm better than you, but like some some personal stuff. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I know uh, back in those days when you had you when you had Tyson, you mm-hmm. had um, Don King. Yes, Ooh, Tyson couldn't talk, but Don King, King would hype could. up the match. Yes. Oh, I'm a Tyson's gonna beat him up. Blah yeah. blah blah. Like you had. He's the greatest. In <laughs> wrestling, they call that the mouthpiece or your manager. Yeah. Your manager, who is your mouthpiece for wrestlers who aren't that good at talking, that you put a good mouthpiece on mm-hmm. them to uh, hype them up. For Normie's a good case of point for nowadays. Some of you guys that maybe never heard of wrestling or have, some of you may have heard of Brock Lesnar, and if you don't know who that is, Google it. Like that guy is huge. Brock Lesnar is huge, <laughs> and he looks. <laughs> As, as dumb as he looks. Like, he cannot... <laughs> he is as dumb talk. as he looks. My favorite thing... I'll just say this real quick. My favorite thing is a quote of, like... He has a guy, Paul Heyman, his manager, who Paul always Heyman comes out and talks. Cult. Brock Lesnar just sits there and looks at you, jumping up and down, like, I'm, I'm ready. And Paul Heyman always talks. And the one time they let Brock talk, <laughs> they're like, are you ready for this, Brock? He goes, let's do this? He says, it like, a question instead of, let's do this. Instead of, let's, let's do this? And I don't want to scream in the mic because he was, like, really screaming into the mic. It, and it was, like, Paul Heyman immediately was like, yeah, give me that. Yeah, <laughs> give me, give yeah, me that. No, 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 yeah. no, no. So some of these guys can't talk. So, but in order to be a wrestler, you can't just be big. You have to be able to back it up with your character, which we'll and get into more time. I'm going to touch on Paul Heyman because mm-hmm. Paul Heyman is a genius. Yes. Oh, my goodness. For mm-hmm. those of you who do not know who Paul Heyman is, um, when I get to all you content uh, creators that want to promote your brand, yeah, right, right. <laughs> Paul Paul Heyman is a genius, and I'm gonna get to why. So remember that name, Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. Yeah, um, he's huge. Like he is, he is like he's the Don King of wrestling, basically. Like not only he's he's like he's he's like the Steve Jobs of wrestling. Mm. Let's just say that. Like mm. he is. Mm. Oh, everything he touches, Gold. every person, thing, whatever he touches is successful. Mm. And I'm gonna get to that um, later. So that's just a little thing for you guys to look forward to. And I'm not, and I'm not gonna take long to get to it at all. So anyway, so you have good guys and bad guys. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan, um, um, Hulk Hogan's dominating, and you know the Iron Sheik, uh, another guy who comes as this Arabian uh, guy who America's at war with uh, back in the day. So Hulk mm-hmm. Hogan's. Captain America yeah, versus the down. Middle East who's yeah. taking on the uh-huh. Iron Sheik, whatever. They played on like those kind of stereotypes back in yeah. the day. So Hulk Hogan is the people's champion. champion. Yeah. He is Captain of like literally Captain we, America. Yeah, he's do no wrong. He's the biggest thing. There is a his one of the, so when you come out, uh there you come out to a music video basically. Yeah. His music video, he's playing the guitar with an American flag in the behind him. He came with the American flag bandana. <laughs> with an American flag bandana. Like, he, he is, is America. America. Yeah. Hulk Hogan is America. Yeah, true. Um, a pop icon, all the movies, blah, whatever. Okay, he's America. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
Fast forward to the mid '90s, yeah. so WWE or WWF in those times is dominating because they bought everybody out. Yes, Ted Turner, who owns Time Warner, mm-hmm. Ted Turner, who owns Time Warner, like WB, all that stuff. Yeah, he decides, hey, I want to buy, I want to, I want to get out on that. Yeah, this, this looks me, marketable. Yeah, let me let me start let me start some wrestling. So he uh, gets into a marketing guy named Eric Bischoff. Mm. Um, and oh, I know wow. these names yeah. mean nothing to you guys. Yeah, it's fine. This is kind of important. Yeah. Um, w. So um, they start a company called WCW, mm. and I know you guys heard of WCW. For those of you who are casual wrestling people, especially in the '90s, mm-hmm. WCW became huge mm-hmm. because what WCW did was as um, the '90s were coming around, mm-hmm. um, WWF. Uh, Vince McMahon's uh, people where Hulk Hogan was dominating and stuff, uh, their stars were getting older. Yeah. And WWF went to go younger. Mm-hmm. So they were like, oh, we're going to invest in these young guys. A mm-hmm. uh, new guy who came in, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Who was like, now one of the greatest wrestlers, wrestlers of all time. All time. So it was, it, was yeah, a, yeah. it was a fair call because yeah, yeah. Shawn Michaels So is they're huge. bringing in this new generation while pushing yeah. out the older guys. Mm-hmm. So what WCW did was, okay, look. WWF is undercutting you with money, so let's just throw money at the older guys yeah. and bring them over to WCW to bring mm-hmm. their audience over. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Monday night, uh, the first ever Monday Night Nitro, they like had a bunch of these wrestlers and stuff like guys, and then all of a sudden, all these old WWF guys start coming. And when I mean old, I don't mean like they're super old, but like they're old enough to to wrestle but like since wwf come to push them to the side their fame faded but that kind of revitalized them so everybody started yeah. watching wcw like yeah. oh man because they're it's, my old guys i grew up with it's all the it's all the when we make fun of like um it, it's when we make fun of people with kids their music today and we're like this music's terrible what about all the good oldie stuff <clears throat> it's that those oldie people that oldie songs you used to like they're all like we're going on tour now and you're like yeah i'm gonna go see that <laughs> oh yeah the, the uh the new yeah. millennial tour with yeah, exactly. b2k yeah, exactly. uh, marcus houston yeah you, all those guys we're doing that yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah imagine you having to choose between mm-hmm. the millennium tour mm-hmm. and you know whatever's out now yeah. uh with those guys so that's what that was so that's what blew up wcw and that's what's smart in them mm-hmm. and then next thing you know Hulk Hogan shows up on WCW yeah. as a good guy. Mm. And, I mean, he's still a good guy, of course. Yeah, of course. He's and everybody's like, whoa, Hogan? Yeah. We're definitely tuning in to this WCW Because it was slowly but surely taking all the veterans from WWF. Yeah, exactly. I know it's a lot of word letters coming in at you, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, WWF, the main one, all the old veterans are going there. People are like, oh, yeah, this guy over there. Uh, yeah, okay. But then when you get... When you get the Jordan of the era to come over, you're like, I'm gonna watch this now instead. So yeah, it's, it's basically <laughs> so, that. So yeah, with that, and I'm sorry to give mm-hmm. you a history lesson mm-hmm. here, but um, this is very important because um, uh, what this is going to pertain to what blew up wrestling, and so when um, WW, WWF was always came on on Monday nights, and when WW when WCW debuted, they decided they want the Monday night slot as mm-hmm. well. And so, thus sparked the Monday Night Wars, which took the country by storm. Um, I know in the last episode of Video Games, we talked about you want wars or yeah. you want um, competition. Why competition rivalries. So that way you as a consumer get a better product. PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah. Man, this war gave us some of the best wrestling of all time. I mean, like, everybody had to step up their game. Because WCW had young talent and the old WWF talent, and WWF had this old talent. I mean, had this new, young, up-and-coming, hungry talent. Um, the the main guys I can think of right now, Shawn Michaels, who I mentioned before, he became the face. Like he yeah. is the you look him up. Like he had the look and everything. Mm-hmm. And then he had a bodyguard named Kevin Nash, mm-hmm. who's this big um, guy. He's in he's in a couple movies. I don't want to name, but Kevin Nash, mm-hmm. huge. Um, Razor Ramon. <laughs> I don't want to name the movies because they're adult movies. I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> they're, uh, <laughs> they're not, not good for kids. I don't want to tell you how I found uh, them. But, uh, I'm, not, I'm only naming uh, these um, these names because they're prominent. Ke- uh, Scott Hall. Yeah. Suave. Cuban guy. Hello, yeah. man. You yeah. know, like yeah. that. Uh-huh. And then, of course, uh, this young, young, young guy, uh, Triple H. Hunter Hearst Helmsley, who came out in a robe and he would... Like he he was British, quote yeah. unquote. Yeah. He wasn't. He was. Um, he was British only because his name was Paul Levenstein or something like yeah. that. Yeah, you make you make characters, man. Yeah, so they make character they make these characters, and so with all this stuff, they're getting really goofy with it. Um, but um, 
so WCW was going on, and they like kind of really pushed these young guys, the, those young guys I named. And I'm and like I said, heels and faces. Remember that, guys. Yeah. Hills and faces, good guys and bad guys. Um, back in those days, so now we're approaching the mid '90s. Mm-hmm. WCW and WWF were at a big war. Yeah. And on both sides of those, you had heels and faces that I mentioned earlier. A heel and a face are not supposed to hang out. No. You're not supposed to know each other. Because you're rivals. Yeah. You, yeah. Okay. For instance, when Kanye West interrupted Taylor Swift on the thing. Yeah. Imagine them going out to dinner later on that night. Yeah, people would be like, that was... You're, no, you're, that's not supposed yeah, not to weird. happen. Yeah. You're not supposed to make fun of someone's mother, Yeah, fight them, beat them, Yeah, and then later on that night, you'd be seen out with paparazzis having a beer or At something bar, together. Yeah, exactly. That is a big no-no. Makes no sense. So these are their characters being played. And uh, back in those days, the lines were blurred. We uh, just, just to add on, because he's going... A, a big reason why, because we said in the beginning, like, we know, like, as a normie, you, you've always said, it's fake. So the whole job of wrestling is we have they have to sell you on the immersion. Yeah, the exactly. Go, the more flaws and cracks they show you that it's fake, the more you won't buy into it. Exactly. So the better they do of showing that like these people, like oh they're just talking trash. Oh, okay, it's all drama. But then next thing you know, you never see them hanging out. You're like, oh I think I think they actually do hate each other. And you see them busted up heads and bleeding. You're like, oh these people like really hate each other. And now you're sold because you're like, oh wrestling's kind of real. Okay, right, right. It, it's their job to sell you on it. You know. So yeah, yeah, it, it's it's um, yeah, it's, it's like watching uh, two Game of Thrones characters, like one who hates the other one, <laughs> like they're hanging out afterwards. Yeah, exactly, it's like that. It's like it's the same reason why you yell that you hate Joffrey so much. Yeah, Joffrey, you see real it's like, like oh, I it's hate like you. Joffrey and Arya hanging out. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, what wait, what? what? Yeah, I mean, I know you guys are smarter than that, but back in the days, it was so immersive that like it's hard to believe that they actually that it was just a character. So any, so anyway, back to back to this so you had um wcw and wwf now they were both kind of doing goofy things Mm -hmm. and then let me go back to uh let me now introduce you to paul Heyman, Mm -hmm. who we mentioned before who was the mouthpiece for brock lesnar Mm -hmm. this is a young paul Heyman in philadelphia who started his own little thing Mm -hmm. called ecw now, for those of you who don't know what ECW is, it is Extreme Championship Wrestling or something like that. And it changed the game. It changed the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. Now, you weren't allowed to show blood and stuff on yeah. WWF or WCW. Yeah. ECW was extreme, hardcore, no. blood, chainsaws. And, and I <laughs> no, seriously, chainsaws. Yeah, chainsaws, that's true. Um, Barbed wire, bats, and, and everything. Of course, it, it wasn't real, but mm-hmm. it was like... It's, it's like a movie, like watching yeah. a movie. They were able to do special effects and stuff uh-huh. to make it look real. Bob-wired, Bob-wired bats, and I, fire I was, tables. People put in each other tables of fire. Like, it was insane. And I, I would add, because at the time for the 90s, this is where... For normies, there's there's a point in the '90s where not just all music really, like especially rap and rock, rap. I mean, rock was taking more of a in the '80s. Punk was getting popular, but in '90s, punk was it was widespread of like grunge and being extreme to the point of like, no, we do what we want. Yeah, rap yeah, too. Yeah. Rap turned into we do what we want. So ECW had that same culture of like. We're taking these things that are, I'm doing air quotes, extreme, but are still tamed for the family-friendly yeah, fun, yeah. and they're saying, we're doing what we want. We're doing what we want. It's the third rebellious one that came out that was like, oh yeah, y'all go there, yeah, have fun. Yeah, y'all do that. We're going to be over here just De- breaking everything. WWF was for kids. Mm-hmm. WCW was for adults. ECW was for teenagers and college students. Yeah, who wanted mindless Who violence. just wanted violence yeah. and just like, it yeah. was it was dope. It was mm-hmm. fun. It was mm-hmm. fresh. It was new. Right. All started by Paul Heyman. Yeah. So, in, and um, just a little background, Stone Cold Steve Austin, for those of you who know Stone Cold Steve Austin, he, uh, that quiz earlier, I told you he was a Hollywood blonde. He yeah. was blonde or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was, he kind of lost his way in WCW. WCW didn't know what to do with him. Mm-hmm. So he found his way into ECW. Oh, where he belonged. And Paul Heyman took him and molded him. And into shaved the, his head. Shaved his head, <laughs> yeah. And turned him into the, the guy we know yeah. today. Yeah. So that's where he came from, ECW. And that's going to that's gonna uh, come to my uh, story. Full right circle, here. yeah. Full circle. So, the four guys I named earlier, Kevin Nash, Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, and uh, Hunter Hearst Hemsley. Yeah. Now, this is very, very, very important, guys, mm-hmm. because this turned everything on its head. 
So one night in Madison Square Garden hmm. is the event called the Curtain Call. Oh, this made the attitude. This is the reason why The Rock has a job. Mm-hmm. Stone Cold Steve Austin has a job. Triple H has a job. This is the reason. Every this is guys. This is so important. Please pay attention I'm, to what I'm about to say. And I'm gonna I'm gonna build it up just a little more. Like this is not like this is like one, 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 one of the most important things ever. But wrestling has a whole lot of historic moments. Guys. Yes, that affects all sports. It's this crazy. Yeah, is the biggest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this is bigger than. MJ hitting the buzzer beater over the Michael caps. Jordan hitting the buzzer beater over Brian Russell to win the sixth championship in Utah. Yeah. Or no, in, that just in aff- Utah. That just affected the NBA in Chicago. Really. Yeah, that affected. This is this is bigger than the frozen envelope where. <laughs> <laughs> this man is going. This is, all, right, all right, let's go. Let's this go. is bigger no, no, than the go. NFL. No, I'm just oh, kidding. Okay, so what happened was it was. Uh, Shawn Michaels, who was a good guy, versus mm-hmm. Kevin Nash, who used to be his bodyguard, is a bad guy now. Mm-hmm. Um, they fought. Turned heel, yeah. He's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. He mm-hmm. turned heel. Um, backstage, see, no one knows about this stuff. Now you would know about this stuff. But back then, there was no Twitter or nothing. Yeah. So there were contract disputes between Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, the, the two of the four biggest names in uh, the WWF right now. Right. And so it turned out that um, they couldn't get a, a deal done, and WCW offered them a lot more money, so mm-hmm. they decided to go with WCW. No one knew this, right, except for what you call the click. Mm-hmm. And the click deprived of the four top guys in the promotion. Mm-hmm. Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, um, well, his name was Razor Ramon, but Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Shawn Michaels, and uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Triple H, yeah. Um, and also this guy named One Two Three Kid, but you don't have to worry about him. Yeah, he's X Pac. Yeah, everybody. You know X Pac. Everybody knows it's the it's the suck it guy. The suck it guy. If you're in middle, especially if you're like born in the '90s and going to school in middle school, you had all the all the boys that were doing the suck it like the X. To <laughs> yeah, the, the, the X crotch area. Like, yeah, it's like that. We got it from X Pac. It's because so, of him. Anyway, yeah. so um, yeah, so those were the four guys. Flashlight turned on. They just blinded oh. me in the eyes. My bad. <laughs> it's all good. Go ahead. Sorry. So yeah. These were these four guys were best friends. Yeah. They wrestled against each other all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, best friends. Mm-hmm. But this was going to be the last time they got to wrestle against each other because mm-hmm. two of the four were leaving. Yeah. Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. Yeah. They were going to WCW. Mm-hmm. And Shawn Michaels and uh, Hunter Hunter Helmsley, Triple H, knew it. Yeah. And they were kind of sad about it. So this was going to be the last ever night they got to fight. Right. So Shawn Michaels and Kevin Nash wrestle. Just, them, just those two. Mm-hmm. They finished their match. Um, Scott Hall comes out, right? Mm-hmm. And remember, this is like good guys and bad guys are supposed to like each Hang other. Out, yeah, in like in front of people, uh, Scott Hall comes out. He's a good guy. Yeah. So they're thinking, oh my goodness, Shawn Michaels and uh, Scott Hall are about to beat up oh, Kevin, Kevin Nash. Nash. Yeah. And then Hunter Hell's Helmsley comes out, who's a bad guy. And then, oh, we're about to get a tag match. Yeah, right now. And the next thing you know, all four of them hug. That's it. The, you heard right. Time out. Time out. Listen up. I'm taking from another point, Normies. You mean to tell me that one of the most historical events in sports, in wrestling sports history, is a hug? It's a hug. Out of all the suplexes and jumping off top ropes and broken bones, they get in a prayer circle together. <laughs> so you kumbaya. They hug yeah. and tell each other goodbye in front of 20, 25, I don't know how many people in Madison Square Garden could fit. Yeah. In front of 30,000 people. Yeah. They tell each other goodbye. Mm-hmm. Good guys and bad guys mm-hmm. coming together. And Vince McMahon, the owner, the guy who betrayed everybody, yeah. he was livid. He was pissed. He was pissed. <laughs> he was so... Because you that's a big no-no. You I, can't do that. Good guys and bad guys can't do that. I remember uh, for you guys, the old podcast, Wrestling Junkies, uh, shout out to Johnny. Especially. I remember he I remember he brought up the point. I think he was probably joking or not. But he said, he said how it was so like taboo for you to be hanging out. He said there's there like times of like wrestlers after a show would go and like get a drink at a bar uh-huh. at the back. And someone walk up and be like, wait, don't you two hate each other? And they'll look at each other like, oh, oh, start punching, start punching <laughs> yeah. each other in the bar. Just to keep the, <laughs> just to keep the image. Just like, to keep the I didn't see you here. Oh, yeah, I hate you. Let's start fighting in the bar to keep the image <laughs> yeah. up. And so that's like, that's he, might, he might have been joking, but there's there's stories. There's of people, stories of that. Yeah. yeah, that. yeah. And it's because like, the, the whole reason why is these wrestlers like going from city to city, you don't take a plane ride all the time. Sometimes yeah. they drive together. They carpool. Yes. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, 
Kevin Nash. It's them. It's Scott just them. Hall, Shawn Michaels, touring. and Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Like a big band, yeah. Hunter Hearst Helmsley was the baby of the group. He was the yeah. youngest. Yeah. Um, he failed in uh, WCW, so he came over. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, way young, like way long ago, and they were gonna like uh, bring him up because he was friends with Shawn Michaels. But anyway, yeah. um, they hugged. Vince was livid, and it. It only got worse because a fan recorded it on his mm. camcorder. I thought it was. I saw the clip. I thought it was national TV. No, like, it no. wasn't. It was a dark match. It oh, wasn't so dark. So what's a dark match? A dark match is when it's non televised. So yeah. um, a, I can I can say for you, instance, we went to a wrestling event a few years ago at SummerSlam, and SummerSlam is a big pay per view event. Mm-hmm. Stuff like was it SummerSlam or was it Hell, Hell in the Cell? Hell in the Cell. Hell and the cell. a match came up for somebody. It was was it John Cena? No, was it somebody. It was somebody, somebody. I was yeah. a fan of the wrestler. I was like, "Oh, this is great!" And then looking back, they didn't air it. And yeah, I was like, "Oh, yeah, it was a dark yeah, match." Yeah. I, it was. A, I, yeah. it turns out it was a match for that wrestler to just get back in shape. Yeah, exactly. So That's what like that. The cameras that cameras cut off or whatever, yeah. and uh, you you have a match during the commercial break or mm-hmm. or after oh, the show is over, you yeah. just have like an extra little it's, tune-up match for the especially for the people. during live because if it's a live show, they yeah. you know they live they, shows they don't even film live shows. Yeah, they they, they they when they finish, they're like, okay, you're back, stick around. We're gonna have this one last match, and you just watch it. Or before the show even starts, they have a match. Yeah, yeah. just to get everybody so, clapped up. Anyway, so mm-hmm. back to that. So Vince McMahon was livid. Mm-hmm. All four people, their heads have to roll. Oh, well, you can't. Kevin, Kevin Ash and Scott Hall, they don't work for you anymore. Yeah, so. So, okay, you can't do that. Shawn Michaels is the number one, one guy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's like trying to punish LeBron James yeah, or like. Exactly. Or uh, Patrick Mahomes or like. Yeah, you exactly. Can't, you can't do, do that. It. Like, he's the face of the Friend thing. Of hell, yeah. Okay. Hunter Soundsley. Oh, okay. I'm going to have your butt. <laughs> So the next pay-per-view that was coming up was called King of the Ring. Mm-hmm. And King of the Ring is whoever wins that is basically like... Now, is it Royal Rumble or is King it... King of the Ring. It's King of the Ring. Okay, uh, so can you Royal explain Rumble how it's different? Can you explain how King of the Ring works? King of the Ring is a tournament-style uh, pay-per-view where mm-hmm. it's like brackets. You know, two yeah. wrestlers, wrestlers fight each other and it all happens in the same night until you have a champion, which is the king of the ring. Mm. So you get to the middle of the bracket, which yeah. is the winner. And okay. wrestlers, you wrestle like probably four. If you keep going, you wrestle the same night. Wrestlers, yeah. they don't usually, once they wrestle, they're done, they're for, done the for the night. Yeah. But that pay-per-view is like a special where you wrestle over and over and over and over night, and over yeah. again. Yeah. Um, and wrestling is predetermined before the storyline. Yes. Yeah, I know people are like, why are you watching wrestling? It's predetermined. Yes, it's predetermined, but, but we you don't, don't know. know who yeah. wins, and when that person wins, that that continues the story or starts a new one. Yeah. So King of the Ring usually like is this is who's next and up and coming. This is who we're pushing next. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> this is who we're pushing next. Yeah. So um, Hunter Hearst Helmsley was scheduled to win that King of the Ring, right? Mm-hmm. Since he did that, he got in trouble. So guess who they got next to replace him? Who's this? Stone Cold Steve Austin. He this whole <laughs> so this is, so let's break this down again. Let's go step by step a little bit. Yes, a hug between good guys and bad guys. Yes, has now led to the introduction of one of the greatest wrestlers of all time yes. by accident. By accident, because Vince was mad. And because Vince was him. mad and went to punish and didn't Hunter know that he was Hilton. putting a gym out there. He didn't. He, Stone Cold Steve Austin was like no one knew who he was. Yeah, until King of the Ring. Wow. And Domino just to effect, let you yeah. know, he uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, he gets to the finals, right? Yeah. Um, the guy who's about to wrestle is Jake the Snake Roberts. Jake mm. the Snake Roberts was religious. Yes. So um, Jake the Snake Roberts, was they took him to the hospital or something. I forgot what it was. So Stone Cold Steve Austin cuts a promo right after he wins the... Uh, the second, the second, the semifinals. He's about to go to the finals. Yeah, he's like Jake the Snake Roberts. You over in there saying your prayers, then your John sixteen, then your John three sixteens. Well, Austin three sixteen just said I'm gonna whoop your ass. Yeah, exactly. And oh, that's iconic. where Austin three sixteen came three sixteen. The and rattlesnake. Those songs, exactly. Yeah. That all happened King of the Ring, and that only happened because Hunter Hearst Helmsley Triple H. Got in hug. trouble because he hugged a thin thing. Wow. Right. The domino <laughs> yes. effect. This guys. means nothing to you guys, but like, the domino effect for, on the here same is way you, crazy. This, for you normies, the same way, because it's just wrestling, the same way you all look at like Dwayne The Rock Johnson because he's an actor, he's funny and stuff like that, his wrestling pedigree might be right on par with Stone Cold. Yeah, Stone Cold. In the wrestling world, they're the same famous. And yeah. you you see like you may not know we say Stone Cold over thing. You've seen Stone Cold somehow, some way. Yeah. When you see him, you'll be like, oh I've seen that ball guy a few yeah, times. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you've yeah. seen him. He's just as popular. 
So right. anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So that's right. crazy that that led to that. That's insane. Okay. Yeah. I'm not done. Oh, <laughs> yeah. what? So yeah. that's what happened in WWF. Okay. Right. So since that, um, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall came over to WCW as the Outsiders, and mm-hmm. I'm using air quotes, the Outsiders. And so Eric Bischoff, who I told you earlier, who uh, kind of ran the company with Ted Turner. Ted Turner was the billionaire who bought it. Eric Bischoff just ran it. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, uh, T- Ted Turner was like, I need to compete. And, you know, you have great marketing skills and all yeah. that stuff. I need you to help me run this. Mm-hmm. So Eric Bischoff was like, I got you. So he had all these old-time guys, Macho Man Randy Savage. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Roddy Piper. All, all the guys, like all those guys were in WCW now and WWF oh, went young. Yeah. Like I told you. Yeah. Kevin Nash and Scott Hall were the kind of the first wave of the young guys mm-hmm. coming into um, mm-hmm. WCW. And of course, WCW had young guys. Yeah. But Kevin Nash and Scott Hall were the big time young yeah. guys. Coming from WWF. Coming from yeah. WWF. So when they came, they first came and sat in the audience. And people were like, what are these WWF guys doing in the... Is this an invasion? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And it's, oh, my goodness, the war is going on. Like, yeah. Vince is sending people over to beat people up. Yeah. To beat people up. And so um, that was a big thing. So the outsiders came in as bad guys, like mm-hmm. invaders from WWF. Yeah. And, of course, for legal reasons, they had to say, oh, we're not from WWF. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. But yeah. we're not from WWF. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know. But anyway, so Scott Hall, Kevin Nash came over. And they um, were beating up. I forgot who it was. Dang it. They beat up on somebody. Hulk Hogan came out to save the day. And then turns out Hulk Hogan became a bad guy for the first ever time in his life. Hulk Hogan turned heel. He turned heel. And that's where the end of his sweetheart wrestling man. Sweetheart wrestling man turned into a bad guy. He said, I'm for Canada now. (laughs) I'm for... Yeah, I whatever, don't know. whatever, yeah. <laughs> Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, we're going to Mexico. The, so, real, the real place that we should all celebrate instead of here. <laughs> Shout out to so Mexico, when man. when Hulk Hogan became a bad guy, yeah. that shook the yeah. world. Mm-hmm. And not only was he a bad guy, he was the coolest bad guy ever. That, that's when he started wearing all black. I remember that. He all had the black, black bandana with the shades. And they became the NWO. Yes. And all that came from the contract. Uh, negotiations falling through from WWF, which caused the curtain call, which NWF. caused... NWO. NWO was huge too. That was one of the NWO big was one of the biggest things in mm-hmm. the 90s. Mm-hmm. Ser- like everything I'm naming here, like NWA there's a lot of stuff that happened. NWO. <laughs> there's a lot of things that happened, but yeah. like this stuff I'm naming you right here uh, took over in the 90s. Mm-hmm. It was the biggest pop thing in 90s mm-hmm. ever. New ever. World Order. New right. World Order. Yep. NWO. New NWO. World Order. Like yeah. insane. So they dominated. They, they of course, they, they were dominating like the world. Um, with that, and the WWF, when the NWO started, so Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, mm-hmm. they were burying the WWF. <laughs> like, yeah. literally, quite yeah. literally mm-hmm. burying the WWF. And so, um, this new talent, uh, so what had happened was to compete, WWF started dipping into the ECW. Mm. The, the, the extreme people. The, yeah. the extreme people I told you earlier. Yeah. Yeah. And started making WWF more extreme. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're putting people through tables and fire and stuff? Let's do that at WWF. Yeah. Let's, oh, let's make The Undertaker evil. Like, yeah. Killing people, like yeah. burying people alive. Yeah, he was burying people alive at that point. Let's Before he was just creepy, but then he turned into like, I'm putting people in coffins and rolling them off. Yeah, the let's create this guy named Kane who can summon fire. And yeah. he's just as big as Undertaker. Yeah. He's Undertaker's stepbrother who's scaring little kids. Yeah, exactly. Like so now they're dipping into ECW, which is Paul Heyman, who I told you earlier. A his more showmanship. Yeah. Right, for that. And now EC, um, WCW is like, wait, wait a minute. Let's <laughs> take some of these guys. So they start taking these people and Paul Heyman is losing his top stars so he's replacing them with other top stars and they keep he, Paul Heyman is such a genius he's like okay you took that guy this guy's great oh you took that guy okay this guy's great everything he and he's his goal, doing yeah. everything he's touching is like That's and these guys are going to WWF and WCW and becoming champions mm. and be and becoming the top guys because mm-hmm. they're so good because mm-hmm. Paul Heyman is developing these guys mm-hmm. so that was big back in the day so Anyway, so now let's get to back to WWF. So WCW has NWO. Now WWF, mm-hmm. uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, the young guy who's supposed to be there for um, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Triple H, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Triple H. He's now off of probation or punishment. Mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels is now back because he was hurt. Yeah. So they decided to create 
Degeneration X. Yes. <laughs> and okay. That's the suck it. Well, we got that's two words st- for you. <laughs> suck it. <laughs> they the decided as a counter to NWO because mm-hmm. they were always going to be a group. They mm-hmm. just weren't allowed to show themselves. Yeah. But since NWO kind of blurred the lines because the bad guys are becoming good guys now, yeah. mm-hmm. Vince McMahon was like, okay, fine, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. So Degeneration X was supposed to be bad guys because they were doing bad guys thing like cheating and all this stuff and yeah. insulting people, grabbing the ref. So the ref looks at like yeah. ones outside when the ref, a match is going on. Like Triple H is fighting somebody and then Shawn Michaels is ringside. So he'll grab the ref by the foot and the ref will look over the ropes like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And he's like, I, "I didn't do anything." And then Triple H pulls like a sledgehammer and slaps the dude <laughs> and then throws the thing over before the ref can see. They're just doing like and they, people are cheering them on. People are cheering them on. Yeah, they were hilarious. They were dude. great. So many, great. so many. Of, like, I got in trouble. So not so many times, but I got in trouble a few times for getting caught doing the. Like, oh, like, suck it. Suck it, dude. The, the putting water in my mouth, like, triple H, and spitting it out. Like, <laughs> just the, oh, man, it was great. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So, D-Generation X was the counter to NWO. Vince McMahon let Triple H and Shawn Michaels go crazy. Mm-hmm. And that was gold. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, NWO, uh, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, and Triple H and Shawn Michaels are, like, the best of friends, but they can't hang out that much because yeah. they're two, two separate things. Right. It's not that they won't, just they can't. They're can't. so busy because yeah. now they're the best of the best. And so, with that... Those two are going at it, and that's how um, it came about. Stone Cold Steve Austin, blah, blah, blah. Now, The Rock. <laughs> Let's get it to The Rock. The one you all know. Now Now it's making sense for you normies. Now yeah, you know. yeah. Now it's making sense. And honestly, like, I don't have to really get into it. I just covered the basis of it. But, yeah, because there's a lot um, that happens within that stuff, too. Within that stuff. I'm not even going to get into it. I'm going to let you guys enjoy it for yourselves. But um, all that whole backstory, and I know I went over it very briefly. There's a lot that happened. Um, that's just to show you the drama and stuff that was happening in wrestling mm-hmm. and what made it huge. Mm-hmm. It's a reality TV show. Yeah. Even now today, it will be they're Dude. blending backstage stuff with a whole bunch of reality stuff. Good guys, bad guys, guys you hate, guys you love. You want to see them push to the championship. I know it's predetermined, but let's say your guy is in a, a wrestling match and um, he's the champion and you really like this guy. And uh, the bad guy like cheats to win. Mm-hmm. You want to see him go and reclaim his throne. Yeah. You want to see him go to try to do that, and he tries to do it and it fails again and fails mm-hmm. again and fails again, mm-hmm. and then he gets help from somebody. Like it's like a reality TV it's show. It's the point where you talk about with Vince McMahon. Like there was a point where fans hated Vince McMahon because the stuff he was doing, but we also appreciate it because like this is one of the few sports moments where the boss was like, "No, you can't do that," mm-hmm. and the wrestler was like, "And they they really weren't supposed to do that." So the wrestler was like. <laughs> Okay, I'll and went out anyway. and did it anyway. Yeah, do it anyway, and it brought some of the best TV. I'm gonna let you keep going just to add on, like for modern day stuff, the CM Punk, the pipe bomb oh, thing. Oh my goodness, that's yes. one of the great. We can talk what about that another day, guys. Yeah, <laughs> we can talk about that another day. But this is when this one guy, wrestler CM Punk, decided he came out and just had a rant. Like he just he, he wasn't supposed to come out at all. Yeah, he, he, he came out with a microphone, sat at the entrance, just started ranting. To the point, and then people on the, on the other side in the ring with the mic, he cut somebody else off. They were like, "Okay, you can say." He's like, "No, no, 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 no." I'm no. gonna go. I'm they, gonna get this off my chest. They had to cut his it's mic. Got, off. It's got the pipe bomb. The pipe and bomb. He was airing out dirty laundry and they unscripted. Yeah, and they cut they cut his mic off, and he looked. He was like tapping it. He was like, "Oh, okay, you cut my mic off. Okay, all right." <laughs> and just got him and started talking anyway while walking out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. Cur- like that. That's the type of drama you don't get from everything else. LeBron can't walk out talking about all the drama from Cleveland. I mean, he like can. That. He but, can. But, <laughs> We'll eat it, but like it'll be like, oh, it's more bad luck on him. Here, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's encouraged to be rebellious in your industry. Yeah, it's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. It works. Yeah. So sorry. Go ahead. Now the no, rock. No, no, Talk about the rock. No, I mean, but I mean, honestly, like mm-hmm. that was just uh, the curtain call was like one of the biggest moments in wrestling, and it shaped wrestling today. Mm-hmm. And it's the re- reason why wrestling is so popular today is because of the curtain call. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, and now people are like, why is wrestling so? So pop, like, why do you watch it? Why do you like it? It's because you like the characters. It's like mm-hmm. a reality TV show. You mm-hmm. want to see these characters do certain things mm-hmm. and, you know, succeed. You get invested with storylines and stuff. Yeah. You have a marriage angle. Yeah. Or, and angle, I mean story. It's, it's you have the, marriage stories. You have all this stuff. It just, it's really good. It's one of the few times where, because, for instance, like basketball. Like, we're Laker fans. We're huge Laker fans. And I would say, honestly, Lakers are the villains of the league right now. I don't know why. People just don't like the Lakers. <laughs> like, people want... The people want Milwaukee to win. They want, I don't know why people want the Clippers to win. I don't understand that. I don't. Like, if you're a Clipper fan, it makes sense. But the rest of the league is like, yeah, Clippers. I'm like, why? What, what is that? It's, yeah. the under, it's the underdog. But wrestling, I would say, in, in other sports, if, you're villain, if your team's the bad guy, you just think that everybody else is the bad guy because you, you're rooting for the good team. Here, it's one of the few sports and things where 
it's okay when someone's like, but he's the bad guy. And you go, I know. That's why I like him. <laughs> that's why I like him. Like, that's why, like, for us growing up, I love John Cena. It's like, yeah, John Cena. Not, I, I like rapping John Cena, but not as much. But, you know, like, yeah, he's the good, he's the poster boy. Warren over here was like Randy Orton, legend yeah. killer. The dude that goes around beating up all the good people you're supposed to like. <laughs> all the people you like, he's over there beating he's them all up. Beating them all up. up. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's fine. Like the villain. That's great. Other sports, you don't really get that. Other sports, everybody's supposed to be the good guy. Here, you can root for the bad characters. It's encouraged. It's like, yeah, yeah root yeah, for the bad yeah. guy. You can root for whoever you one. Yeah. and sometimes and going to wrestling events is the best thing ever because the oh. people in the crowds are amazing you everybody there is on one of the record whether you disagree or agree it, it's, it's, it's dope it's, it's, it's super dope i have my hands on my head because i'm just so freaked out from the one wrestling match i went to and that summer that hell in uh, cell thing in it was caught like constant cheering like people nobody say, sat. Like, nobody we were sat. standing we for like the whole time thing. cheering. Yeah. Uh, the 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 funny things that people have. Like my favorite thing is the fact that uh, for Stone Cold has like the whenever someone's talking to him, he's like, "What? What?" So yeah. then people from you know, from then on, twenty years later, twenty years later, Stone Cold's not even in the business anymore. Like that, yeah. Somebody gets up like the bad guy kind of in there, or a good guy because people like people like yeah, people good like guys, yeah, people like boom, good like, guys. You know what? I got cheated on my last match, and the whole crowd, what? <laughs> and he just looks like. But I'm gonna come back and do better next time. What? <laughs> the crowd is the funniest. The crowd, the crowd is so, so great. Good, like the crowd. You had to have the crowd on your side, or else the, the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't and, work. And, and the crowd on your side, like even as a bad guy, the bad guy tries to say and do things to get booze. And and, and the, cheer. And the, the, okay, this is the thing. Wrestling now. I mean, you can't watch it because of the quarantine. But yeah. wrestling, like, kind of now when they had crowds. It's like a chess match with the crowd. Yes. It's like the things, the crowd knows you're trying to get them to boo, so yeah. they would cheer sometimes yeah, exactly, <laughs> when you yeah. do things. You would say something to insult their mothers, and they're like, our mothers suck. Our mothers suck. Our mothers. <laughs> they, do, like, they would do stuff like so that cr- to mess with you. My favorite, like my two favorite things is there's the one guy who has like a random thing song that's like, it's like elevator music or something like that. It's like, da, da, da. Oh, da, Fandango, da, da, Fandango, Fandango. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fandango. And as soon as his music comes on, the whole crowd just puts both hands in the air with like their finger, one pin, one of your fingers up, and, and they just, start singing they his da, music. Da, 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 da. <laughs> that one, and the ultimate one is whenever John Cena fights somebody, is you have the whole crowd split. Every in the same breath, it's let's go Cena, Cena sucks. Let's go Cena, Cena sucks. And for no, John Cena was the um, new face like the new Hulk the Hogan the new Hulk Hogan he was blah 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 hard but now it's uh, Roman Reigns yeah uh, for those you don't know it's a Rock's cousin he was yeah. in he was in uh, Sean Hobbs um, he was Re- one of the Samoan guys but Look, yeah I, um, yeah but the crowd is the crowd's the best thing the stories if you get invested are great and even just the in ring storytelling like we know it's staged but it's like watching live action stunt work when when executed properly. Yeah. It's like watching live action stunt work. Like if you were to go to a Broadway play mm-hmm. or like a not even let me not say Broadway play. If you were to go to a play mm-hmm. that featured stunts and choreography like a mm-hmm. sword fight or something mm-hmm. and people are flipping and tossing each other, yeah. that's what kind of wrestling is choreography choreography that goes along with the storylines that are going that are happening outside of the ring and and everything leads to and i'm, I'm gonna spoil this one thing for the fact that is because it's you'll find it sooner or later everything leads to wrestlemania the biggest wrestling match where the like the world champions claimed and everything like that but then you have the undertaker since i don't know how long it's been for he's been wrestling the undertaker at, at one point was 20 and 0 at a, at a wrestlemania never lost the wrestlemania that's that's twenty years straight of going yeah, to WrestleMania, yeah, yeah, yeah. being one of the biggest events, fighting the best people, and never losing. And then he lost, and that was one of the craziest. There's so many GIF reactions, <laughs> yeah. just, just to that alone. Yeah, just to that alone. Of people looking like Undertaker lost. Oh my god, he like <laughs> yeah. he lost this match when he had all, every chance to win it, and that's what happened. Like it happens a lot. Times where the good guy should win. They don't. They write it so the bad guy wins. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, I, I, I can what, just go what gives you the that. most shock? Like, what, what is the biggest plot twist? I'll, I'll say this, uh, just to go real quick, because we're gonna start wrapping up here. But yeah. uh, I'll say this. One of my biggest moments was John Cena was the champion. I remember this. But what happened was they have a thing called the Money in the Bank, where mm-hmm. you it's a ladder match. They put they hang a, a suitcase from the ceiling, and in the middle of the ring, where there's like six people fighting or something like that, you have to grab a ladder climb up the ladder and unhook the briefcase and in that briefcase is money for your chance to cash in 
at a shot to fight for the title. So the rule was, the guy who won it was Edge. The rule was, when you have the money, you choose when you want to cash in for the fight and mm-hmm. when for the uh, title. Edge fought John Cena before and got whooped on. He kept trying to fight him, kept getting whooped on. Yeah. John Cena had a random match on a Raw one night. It was like a something like it was a crazy match. I remember watching it. It was so crazy. John Cena was giving his heart out, yeah. and he he lost. He lost. No, John Cena won. Oh, he won the match. Yeah, he won the match. He won the match. He was in the ring celebrating, and he was like on his knees, beat up. Out, he could barely out. breathe. Everybody was like, "Yeah, yeah!" And all of a sudden, Edge music, music just kicked his in. Music hit. Everybody was what? And he came out with the briefcase, <laughs> sprinting to the thing, threw, uh, threw it at the announcer table. It was like, "Start the bell right now!" I'm, I'm doing my it. championship I'm cashing match. in. Yeah. And everyone was like, "What?" And the ref was like, what, "What?" And he dragged the ref in the ring with him, beat the crap out of John Cena <laughs> on the floor, and then pinned him and won and became the world champion. <laughs> yeah, everybody was like, "What?" And then John, and so from then on, everybody was like, "What just happened?" This villain just came in and cheated and got the belt. So we're like, "Well, he'll get him back." And then John Cena was like, "I want a rematch." And Edge was like, "No, <laughs> no, can't have, you can't get every." months he was like the only way you're gonna do it is if you win money in the bank and cash in to get me baby you ain't doing this he's like i want to fight right now oh i'm not feeling well i can't fight tonight oh my ankle hurts my My tummy hurts it was a it it made me hate edge so much because he stole the belt he stole the belt in the most genius way you could yeah yeah yeah. so wrestling that was was a great bad guy move that was so smart dude and it's just so so many other clever ways like they try to do with wrestling yeah man it's, it's just great. great. It's, it's great, great storytelling dude. sometimes. It is. It, it's the storytelling. It's not so much about dudes. Res- I mean, the wrestling is a big part of it, of course. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's not so much that we know it's kind of. It's the storyline. Like, if this person wins, everything changes. Yeah. If, if Edge, when Edge won that match, all of a sudden he's the champion and he's not fighting anybody for the belt anymore. Yeah. He had to force the belt out of his hands. And it, was, it was crazy. He cheats and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with that, uh, that's uh, a little bit. Th- we'll, we'll talk more about wrestling in the future. Yeah, we'll definitely go more into that stuff. But yeah, I just wanted to give you guys a reason why wrestling is great. Share like that. Yeah. Share that event and uh, all because of a hug. Wrestling is what the it is hug, now. The attitude era, yeah, which made wrestling in the attitude era. Everything about angry attitudes came from a hug. Came from a hug. A group hug. A group hug. <laughs> it's crazy. So yeah. with that, before we go, we have a new segment we want to say. Um, I called it something dumb before. I gotta remember what it was. I forgot Qu- what it was. Quality quarantining. No, yeah, quality quarantine is something. <laughs> Let us know what we think about a better name for that. But better name for that. We're gonna talk about what we've been because, and like we said, in quarantine, especially from that first anime episode, people were asking what should we watch and stuff like that. Yes. Uh, we want to just kind of give up what we've been watching and what we've been what we've been watching what for we've nerd been consuming. stuff. Books, music, comic books, oh, yeah, uh, video anime, games, video games. Yeah. So what about TV you? What, what have you been doing? I'm almost. I'm actually on the last episode of Dead to Me on Netflix. Oh, okay, yeah, the, that's uh, a good show. Last episode, of season two, just that's, released that's a like about a, a week ago or There's two. There's nothing really nerdy about it, but it's great. Yeah, great. I mean, it doesn't have to be yeah, nerdy. nerdy just yeah. weird. So if you guys haven't watched Dead to Me on Netflix, really funny. Check it out. It's really, really good. It yeah. puts you through a bunch of emotions, crying from the end laughing. of the first episode. You're like, it's, okay. It's murder mystery. like, And I'm just using that as a, as a yeah. genre. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's great. really great. It's funny. <laughs> really good, funny. And heartfelt. Like, yeah, yeah. Not, very even, heartfelt. not even the good. It's just, it's human. It feels human. Yeah, very, very human. People and don't realistic. Write like that. realistic. People don't write realistically like that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Really good. So that's, that's great. I mean, it's just a great entertaining thing. Like, it's not too heavy. It's not too light. It's just uh, awesome. Dead to me. Um... Um, let me see. Let me see what else am I... You been playing a video game. Yeah, but I'm going I'm going back and playing San Andreas, yeah, GTA for my chat. Well, what I'm doing is I'm going back and playing the first three. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto 3, um, Vice City, and San Andreas. I'm on San Andreas now. Just reliving that childhood. Are you going to do Grand Theft Auto 4? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm going to just go straight to Grand Theft Auto 5. Um, so what have you been... Uh, Doing I've been watching games, uh, watching tutorial, not tutorial stuff. I've been watching like video game documentary stuff. There's a guy, internet historian. It's pretty funny, and I, I like watching just more nerd stuff, and it's just really interesting. But uh, mainly, I've been I've been keeping track of from last episode. I mean, keeping track of the war. It's so funny. That's there's a thing the about war. the the console wars. Oh oh oh. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, there's a thing about podcasts that I, I'm noticing is true. The moment you put out a podcast, that subject comes out a lot and it yeah. gets updated a lot. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. Ever since episode one, I've seen so many, oh, where do I start an anime? And I'm like, hey, look, look at this episode. Hey, yeah, this check this episode and out. And then the, after that episode, what I talked about with Xbox not doing much, PlayStation just came out the gate with this big tech demo. Well, not big tech demo, but this engine that will run on both platforms, but it was for PlayStation 5 to be like 
Xbox is talking about games, but not really showing you gameplay. We're showing you what games will look like with us. And then they released this new game, Ghost of Tsushima, the trailer for it, in-depth trailer for it. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks it's it's for this PS4 generation, but it Shout looks next gen. Shout out to Sam. He was he was watching it, and he yeah. had me watching it. Too. I was I was gonna text him about it, be like, because I told him I was like, I'm not sold on it. I think it'll be a, a good eight. Yeah. But yeah. watching that, it looks like a solid nine. It yeah. looks really good. Uh, so I've been watching stuff like that, and then just playing different, just streaming, playing games. I played this. I played this game. Playing real anything quick. new? Yeah, this game Moonlighter. Okay. A random game. It's simple. It's a little eight bit, which is like those old Nintendo looking games. Uh-huh. It's like squares. It's and it's, stuff. it's new. It's simply, you live in a village, you go to a dungeon, there's, there's different dungeons, you go to a dungeon, you fight creatures, and you pick up like the loot and treasure on the dungeon, mm-hmm. you go back home, and you sell the stuff. <laughs> and you, you, and you have to, but you have to put a price. For instance, I beat these little slime monsters, I got the little excess slime, whatever, I put it there on my shop for $20, somebody walked in, they had a little face that said, this is too expensive, and you have to figure, so you have to lower the price, I put it to $6, they had gold eyes, which means that oil is super cheap. And I was like, dang, I have to find the right price of where they just a regular smile. So people come and try to steal stuff. But the best part about it is the fact that like, if I keep selling at $6, if I sell a lot of them, the market will get flooded with it. <laughs> and then people, it'll tell me like, it's not popular because there's so much of it. So I have to lower the price because I'm not paying $6 for this. Everybody has this. <laughs> or if it's rare, you raise the price, stuff like that. Yeah, so it's like yeah, a business. Yeah. I had to go in. <laughs> this is one old man that keeps fleecing me. Every time I put something like kind of high, he's like, oh, that's so expensive. I lower it a little bit. That's cheap. And I'm like, what? He's <laughs> fleecing me for all my money. And I'm like, okay, if you if it's so, if it's so expensive, you go get it. I risk my life for it. <laughs> right. I die in that dungeon so much. If you want it so bad, you go get it, old man. that. <laughs> One old man keeps getting me for all my money. Everybody else is fine. It's just him. It's just so him. I, I've been streaming that on Twitch. Uh, so with that, that's going to be... Yeah, so go check him out on Twitch. Yeah, uh, Shanza Twitch at Shanza. So twitch.tv slash Shanza. S-H-O-N-N. No, wait. S-H-O-N-Z-Z-A. Sorry, I can't say my own name. That's going to be it for us, guys. Uh, let us know in any comments. Make sure you follow us on Twitter to talk about whether you want more wrestling stuff or video game or anime, whatever we talked about so far. At Not For Nerd Show on Twitter. Uh, be sure to leave five stars if you enjoyed this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Or leave a like on SoundCloud or a comment, too. Let us know what you think. Um, that's going to be it for us. We'll be back next Wednesday with another episode. Yep. And this has been Real Wrestling. This has been Not For Nerds. Ooh, yeah. For all you not nerds out there. Ooh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you later, Normies. Right. Peace. <laughs>